Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to another week's episode of the Jesus People Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and welcome to the place where we're talking all things body, soul, spirit. It is an early morning, so give my voice a second to warm up to you guys a little bit. I am recording this on Thursday morning because yesterday got so busy, so dang busy. Yesterday was such a good day. It was the longest day of my life. It felt like I was up at 5 a.m., I went to the gym, then had meetings at 7, at 8, and then had to take my dad to the airport midday. Had so much work to do, it wasn't even funny, Um, and chose to go to a worship night instead of recording and editing this podcast, so now I'm waking up early and doing that instead. But I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to dive into my 23 things of 2023. As December is going to quickly go through, I am such a New Year's girl and like, especially with like setting good intentions, evaluating your life, things like that, because I feel like this is a good, we're going to slowly dive into the end of the year type content and I'm really excited about it. So before we get into the episode, a couple of life updates. What are my life updates? I've just been really busy. Life's been so good. Ever since I've niched down into just specifically travel and wellness, I have had the coolest brands in the world reach out to me, which has been such a blessing to be completely honest because every single brand that I'm working with now is brands that I truly use on a daily basis. And yes, I've worked with brands before where I use the product, where I have used the product, things like that. But every single one right now are brands that I'm obsessed with, which is awesome. Either whether I'm doing influencer content creation for them or UGC stuff, it just helps me make my content so much more authentic when I use it every single day which has just been such an amazing thing that is happening in my job right now. So that's awesome. That's the first life update. Holiday season is definitely crazy um, for every influencer. It feels like this time of year is just absolute madness. Brands have bigger budgets, which is awesome, but they're also requiring so much more and have so many deadlines and all the different things. So it's been a struggle the month of December. It's only been a week into December, but it's been a struggle the month of December to actually return phone calls and text people back and, I've definitely been bad at that. So need to be a little more intentional every single day of sitting down and actually responding to people's texts because I feel like I've not been the greatest friend the month of December. So if you are one of my friends, please give me grace this month and definitely last month too. These have just been crazy busy months for work. All good things. Definitely not overwhelmed. I feel like I would be overwhelmed, but since I'm just loving it right now, it really hasn't been overwhelming, but it's definitely been a lot of getting up at five, starting work super early and all of the things. But another life update for you guys, because I said I would keep you guys updated on my dating life. I went on another date. I decided the month of December is my month of dating. You guys are like, you just talked about how busy you were. What do you mean you're going to try a month of dating? Yeah, I kind of like nipped myself in the butt with that one because you're right. I am so busy right now and definitely do not have time for dating. But I've gotten to the place where I'm so content in my singleness and the holidays are making me like somewhat what a relationship. And I feel like I maybe need to capitalize on that a little bit because I feel like the time that the new year comes, I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm good in my singleness. And I will probably not completely shut that door, but kind of put some, put some blinders up a little bit and just like grind away, which 
wouldn't be a bad thing. And if the Lord wants to bring someone in December, if the Lord wants to bring someone next year, five years from now, whatever, I truthfully am so content in that, which I want to do an episode on why I'm so content in that because I wasn't a couple months ago and the Lord has brought so much freedom in just being content in my singleness. Lastly, before we jump into the 23 things, we need to go through our little list of our intentions for the week. I'm not even sure what I put for our intentions for the week. So if you're new here, every single week we go through different intentions for our body, soul, and spirit. And they're kind of like little challenges. You can say it as that. And then we show gratitude towards each of those different things. Like I said, my business is broken down into body, soul, spirit. I went through a season in my life where my faith was really, really good. I was really good with the Lord, but I wasn't able to live out my purpose because my body and my soul were not good. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we focus on the spirit part, which is awesome and fantastic, but we sit there stuck wondering why we're not moving, why we're not seeing the Lord work in our life, but our health isn't even good enough for us to get out of bed. How can we expect the Lord to use us if we're physically not even able to do the things that he's calling us to do, if that makes sense. So that's why I focus on body, soul, spirit. And I do think it's so important. And that's really what this podcast is all about. And I hope it encourages you that even when we're talking about health, when we're talking about working out, when we're talking about community, it is all for a deeper purpose. And it's for the purpose of growing the kingdom of God. Okay. So these intentions. So first off for your body, choose to focus on mobility this week. One of my friends who's a personal trainer, Kaylin, who actually came on episode three, she focuses so much on mobility in the sense of going to the gym and having a focus, having a goal that's not necessarily about aesthetics. It is so fun to be able to focus on mobility and be like, my body can do all of these things. That's a really big thing for me when it comes to working out of how can my body functionally work in everyday life as a result of what I'm doing in the gym. And mobility is a really good way to focus on that. So that's one of the intentions for the week. Next, for soul, go to some type of an event with a friend. And then I did say, if you were local, there was a worship night at my church last night. A couple of us girls went. It was such a good night. But whether that's finding a local event and inviting a friend to it. And then lastly, spirit, watch The Chosen. If you've not watched The Chosen already, it is such a good show. I've only watched season one. I need to continue it. I honestly don't know what it's on. But season one is on Netflix. That show just sets such a good perspective of who Jesus is. And especially around the holiday season, I just want us to really focus on who Jesus is and on his character. The holidays can be such a like, the holidays are so weird because half of it's like showing gratitude towards other people. Other part of it is like, what gifts do I want? And kind of making it about yourself. And it's also about Jesus because obviously we're celebrating his birth. And it kind of screams all of these different voices, but I want you to be super intentional at the month of December and just set intention to learn about Jesus, whether that be watching The Chosen, whether that be reading a devotional, whether that be reading your Bible, talking with friends about who God is and who his son is. I think that's so important for this month as we just begin to enter in a season of celebrating his birth. Then real quick, I want you to grab out a pen and paper and really quickly journal with me something you are grateful about about your body can be anything wherever your mind initially takes you something you're grateful about for your body next i want you to tell me something you're grateful for about your soul and remember we break down soul into what your purpose is 
into your community and your hobbies. So it can be, I'm grateful that I like rollerblading. As simple as that. Next, your spirit. I want you to tell me something you're grateful about, about Jesus specifically. And if you don't know, if you don't have an answer for that, I want you to open up your Bible, turn to Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Find the words in red and start learning his character. It's going to drastically change your life. But without further ado, let's jump into this episode. So 23 things from 2023. These are such random things. Such random things. Some of these are products that I picked up on that I've just been obsessed with. Other of these things are habits that I picked up on that genuinely changed my life. It's really all over the place, but I just wanted to give a list of 23 random things that changed my life, made my life better, added to my life in 2023. Also, in case you're kind of starting to get the wheels turning about what intentions do I want to set within 2024. If you want to put things in your life that are going to add to your life, here's the 23 things that added to my life in such a drastic way and some in a silly way of last year. Some of these things I'll dive into a little further and give a little bit of context. Others, I'm just going to say, maybe you guys already have heard about it a little bit if you've listened to this podcast or follow me over on Instagram. Others of which really don't need an explanation at all. So the first one, we're starting off heavy. Forgiveness. In 2022, I held so much resentment. In 2023, it was the first year I understood what forgiveness looked like and had people pray forgiveness over me and was so consciously aware of the fact that forgiveness sometimes is something you have to practice every single day. The way last year went, I needed to forgive a lot of people in my life and I needed to forgive myself. And my relationship with the Lord truly would not be what it is had I not learned forgiveness. Number two, tongue scraping. You guys, I think I could do a whole episode on tongue scraping and you guys would probably think I'm so stupid and it's so annoying. Go buy a tongue scraper right now. Everyone in my family, they already do know it, but they're all getting tongue scrapers for Christmas. When you sleep, sorry, I'm going to give context here. When you sleep, your body gets rid of bacteria and basically like puts it in your mouth. And when you wake up, you either drink water, you brush your teeth and you're swallowing all of that bad bacteria again. Gross, like actually gross. Tongue scraping significantly helps with bad breath. It helps make your digestion a lot better. And it just is great. Like it's fantastic. I wake up first thing in the morning, tongue scrape, then brush my teeth. Sometimes after that, I oil pool. I just started oil pooling, but that probably could have made the list because it just like cleans everything out so well. I oil pool with coconut oil and it's naturally whitened my teeth a lot, which has also been a great thing. So if you're looking for another little hack right after tongue scraping, try taking a teaspoon of coconut oil and swishing it around in your mouth for a few minutes. I do it for like up to 10, 15 minutes. Some people recommend that. Others say you can just do it for a couple minutes. Then spit it out in the garbage because coconut oil will clog your drains. Next goes hand in hand with my morning routine as well. And that is ice rolling. I have been ice rolling for a while, but I bought the Skitty Confidential Ice Roller, which I know is so expensive. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway of that ice roller because it is one of these things that have significantly changed my life. 
And since I've been using the ice roller, I just like feel my pores have shrunk. I'm more awake in the morning. It is just what I owe to being able to get up at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. If I did not have that ice roller, there's no shot I would be as productive as I am in the mornings. I know that sounds a little dramatic to be basing a product off of that, but it's probably the number one product I would recommend over any anything. Yeah, I'm going to make that bold of a statement and say that. Absolutely. Product I'd recommend over everything. Minus supplements. But products. We're talking about products, so it's fine. Next is education. I grew up being the sports girl. And when I moved to Oxford, I just grew a love for education that I wish I had when I was in school. I wanted to learn something new every single day. And I was so inspired by the town. And that's continued as I have moved home to the States where I'm so interested in just being educated about things wellness-wise, about things fitness-wise, about things about God, about different things. And I think for so long, I put myself in a box of if I'm not interested in these things educationally, then I'm just not interested in education. But once I found out the things that I loved and started educating myself on those, I just became obsessed with education. And it's made my life so much more full. Next is probiotics. I just started taking a probiotic, which is horrible that I just started taking one in October. And you guys know the different supplements that I've been taking have healed my candida or are in the process of healing my candida. And I just felt so much better as a result. Next up, this is a big one. You guys know I sound like a broken record, but gratitude, gratitude. I'm not going to get into because I have a whole episode on gratitude and how that's changed my life, but gratitude, oh my gosh, probably should be at the top of the list right next to forgiveness, about 23 things. Next up, dependency. I am naturally a very independent person. I grew up in a Montessori school where they are drilling independence into your brain at a very young age. And being someone who my love language is acts of service, I've lived a life where I don't let a lot of people serve me. And I don't let myself depend on a lot of other people, which the world screams is okay. But I think being able to let your guard down and be dependent on other people at times is actually a biblical thing. In community, it's okay to be dependent on people. And I know we live in a society where it's like, oh, well, someone's going to burn you. Yeah, someone's going to burn you no matter what, like whether you're dependent on them or not. And does it suck? when you've been dependent on this person and then they do leave or they do burn you. Yes, but also you're building in yourself such a cool character trait that it's not a waste, even if that person decides to walk out of your life. The next is independency, which a lot of people think that the two can't coexist in someone's same life. You're either a dependent person or you're an independent person, but I think there's a balance. I've also learned to be more independent through traveling the world, having to figure things out, having to figure trains out. I mean, goodness sakes, I moved to another country with just one other person. There was so much that I had to figure out that I just had no idea about. I still can't believe that I did that. I just packed a suitcase and moved to another country knowing really nothing, nothing whatsoever. I had to learn so much along the way. I made so many mistakes, but I learned to be independent in a different way than I've been before. I think independency in past years have been I'm in charge. I'm doing these things. I'm a know-it-all, so to speak. Whereas my independence this year was, I'm going to have grace for myself. I'm going to mess up, but I'm not going to let it change the way that I'm traveling. And I'm not going to let it steal my joy, 
while I'm traveling too because I'm living such a cool life and it would just be such a shame to travel and be miserable the whole time. You know, I know so many people who do that. So don't be one of those people. We are moving right along this list. Number nine is books. I just become obsessed with reading this year. That's where that is. Number 10 is love languages. You guys are probably like, Mackenzie, you haven't been in a relationship this whole year. Why are love languages at the top of your list? Love languages are such an important thing in friendships. I am such an acts of service person naturally. And I want people in my life to know that that's the way that I show love. Because when I do things for other people, I'm not just doing it out of anything else other than love. And the love language I struggle with most is words of affirmation, which I'm trying to get better at so much so, but I just really not good at words of affirmation. And there's people in my life who their love language receiving is words of affirmation. And I need them sometimes to have grace with me as much as I try to be better with my words of affirmation. I'm just not great, but it breaks my heart when people think you don't say these certain words to me. You must not love me. And it's like, no, my acts of service in planning trips and coordinating trips and doing the dishes and whatever, fill in the blank with whatever acts of service you want. That's the way that I naturally show love. It's also the way I naturally receive love. So that comes in with the dependency that we just talked about. I had to let my guard down and actually let people show me love. With having the same love language as giving and receiving, certain times I want to be the one to show love. So if I'm living with a roommate, for instance, and it's like one of us is going to cook dinner, I want to be the one to cook dinner because I want to show them love. But I also realize that I can't pour from an empty cup and sometimes I need to let other people love me. 11 goes hand in hand with that of having a home. Ugh, you guys, if you've heard my testimony and you heard about my year last year, I lived out of my car for five months. So having a home... Oh, I can't even tell you how good it feels. I mean, having a home in England was amazing. And now having a home here in Jupiter is the best thing ever. And I just feel so incredibly blessed. So blessed. Next up is journaling. Journaling helped me get through this breakup more than anything else. Being able to just write my prayers down to God, write letters that I'll never send, write scriptures down and speak them over my life. Journaling helped in so many ways. If you're not a big journal person yet, you should be. Like start writing things down on pen and paper. It does so much more than kind of typing something on your phone. But I cannot recommend journaling more. It's fantastic. Number 13 is going on walks. While we were in Europe, we walked everywhere and it was incredible. Granted, I did have a day in Barcelona where I walked 50,000 steps. I couldn't move for like a month after that. So maybe don't do that one. But being able to walk everywhere was such a gift. And I want to be even more intentional now because I haven't been since moving back to the States of getting out and going on walks because it just does something different for your body. It just feels so good. 14 is television. (laughs) That's such a silly one, but it's really not. I am such a productive person that I oftentimes don't let myself sit down and watch TV. And even if I am sitting down watching TV, most of the time I'm multitasking and I'm working as well. The beginning of this year was a season of rest for me and I learned how to put my phone away and sit down and watch a movie. You guys are like, that's so silly. But it was one of the things that really added to my life and I loved watching TV. 
And it became almost like a hobby for me. It wasn't this crazy unhealthy thing. It was when we were abroad, my housemate and I would sit down and watch TV and it was fantastic. 15 is pretty self-explanatory, which is cooking. In healing my relationship with food, I had to grow a love for cooking because food in this country and food really anywhere, you don't wanna be eating out all the time. You don't know what's going into your food and cooking at home is just a really fun thing when you decide that it's fun. Number 16 is pajama sets. I don't think that needs any further explaining, but I love a good pajama set. I just really do. 17 is a travel credit card. The points you get back from a travel credit card are fantastic. Now, I grew up on Dave Ramsey. So credit cards were always a, don't let yourself get into crazy credit card debt. Make sure you're paying off your credit card. And if that's not something you do feel comfortable with, maybe you are younger listening to this episode, don't don't get a credit card. Don't get a credit card. Spend money you have. Be smart with your money. But if you don't have a travel credit card and you travel often or you're wanting to travel often, you are missing out on literally free money. The amount of flights that I've booked on points and the amount of security that I've gotten through knowing that I have extra insurance on my flights and on my bags and things like that has been a great perk and just made me feel a lot safer when traveling knowing that I had this travel credit card. 18 is food. I, oh my gosh, I totally should do a whole episode on that. The appreciation that I grew for food this year is one of the craziest 180 changes. I am such a foodie going and traveling to all of these different countries and learning about their culture through food and being able to enjoy food in such a healthy way has been a fantastic thing. So food has definitely made the list. 19 is evaluating. I think it's so important to evaluate your life kind of seasonally. I do this with social media too. I was just explaining to a friend yesterday of when she asked, how do you know that the Lord is in social media? Like, how do you keep on top of yourself that what you're doing is God honoring? And I told her, I evaluate my social media all of the time. Like I evaluate my life. I evaluate the jobs that I'm doing. I evaluate the clients that I have and just check in with God saying, hey, is this God honoring to you? Is this something I'm still supposed to be doing? Because I completely believe that we can have callings for certain periods of our life. And I wanna make sure my job, my relationships, all of those things are things that I'm still supposed to continue. And they're not something that God's calling me away from, but I'm staying in because they're comfortable to me. 20 is chlorophyll. (laughs) You guys are like this wellness girl, like she needs to stop. Chlorophyll is fantastic. It is so good. It brightens your skin. I need to look up the list of other things that it does, but you should be taking chlorophyll. Go look up the benefits of it. It's fantastic. Number 21 is the gym. That's also self-explanatory. You guys have heard me ramble on about it enough. 22 is waking up early. I am such a morning girl and I just love feeling productive, waking up early in the morning, getting things done. Even though I work for myself, some people are like, you get to make your own hours. Why are you making your hours start at 7 a.m.? Because I love it. I truthfully do love it. It's been so good waking up early and just getting the day started on a positive note, being up before the sun. I just love it. I feel so productive. Also, as much as I'm an extrovert, I also really feel myself by being alone. And that definitely shows the like independence that I do still have. Even though I love people and love being around people 24-7, my mornings, I'm up before anyone. And it's just able to be like me and the Lord. And I'm able to 
do things and set really good intentions for the day without my phone buzzing off or emails already coming through. And I'm such a workaholic at times. So I really do struggle with just wanting to jump into work and being able to wake up early before the workday quote unquote starts and set really good intentions, focus inward before I'm focusing outward has made me so much more productive in my day and made me serve such a higher purpose. Last but not least is my favorite of the top favorites, forgiveness, gratitude, and then this one probably are my top three of the things that I've just taken from 2023 and I hope to hold on to for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. I did not just speak that over me. Nope. The lessons that I learned from these things I hope to hold on to for the rest of my life. (laughs) My last one's singleness. And did I just say, I hope I get this for the rest of my life. God, I did not mean that. I did not mean that. (laughs) It's early. Give me some grace. God, I do not want to be single for the rest of my life. I did not mean that. Please, 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 please. You know what I meant. You know my heart thinks. Um, 23 is singleness. Man, did singleness change my life. And not just singleness because I was single half of last year too. But understanding the power that I have within being single. You guys are probably thinking that's a little bit of a strange way to put it, but singleness allowed me to do so much this year. Loving my singleness allowed me to do so much this year. And maybe your singleness looks completely different. Like the things you were able to do within being single could look vastly different than mine. I know sometimes I get a lot of comments about, well, like, well, I don't have the time to go and travel. I don't have the finances to go and travel. And when I say singleness has allowed me to travel, that doesn't necessarily mean that needs to be the same thing for you. Travel is kind of just my fill in the blank. It's something that I always wanted to do, but I never let myself do it because I was in a relationship. I valued that relationship more than I valued traveling. And at the end of the day, if that relationship would have continued, I would have been so fine never traveling because That was a sacrifice I was willing to make for that relationship. However, now that I am single, I'm able to do a lot of things that I wasn't able to do in a relationship. And that might look completely different for you. That has, yes, looked like travel for me, but it's also looked like living with roommates again. I never thought I was going to be able to do that. And I've grown and been shaped so much in the way of living with roommates, of spending more intentional one-on-one time with my family. I thought someone was always going to be there. And now I just get that intentional time on my own, which has been awesome of growing in friendships in such an intentional and deep way. I have the capacity to take on a lot more in friendships and be a really good friend because I don't have the capacity of this relationship as well. And it's allowed me to figure out who I truly am without anyone else setting anything about my identity. I have really good relationships in my life that have added to my life, but there's nothing in my life nobody in my life aside from Jesus who is setting the identity in my life. When you let your identity be completely defined by what Jesus says, you are in such a better place to get into friendships, to get into a romantic relationship. And I feel so well equipped now to get into a relationship because of how I've spent my singleness. And do I think that that relationship is going to come soon? I have no idea. But for the first time in my life, I am so content whenever that comes. It's not something I'm overly out there looking for. Am I putting myself out there? Absolutely. But I know it's going to come in the Lord's timing and I'm being very patient with that, which I don't say that to be like, wow, look at me. I'm being patient. 
I say that to say, wow, look at God. Because a couple months ago, I was so in my head of, I really want to be a mom someday and someday soon. I was so in my head about, I need to find someone. I need to be making steps in order to get closer to the deepest desire that I have, which is being a wife and a mom. But the Lord just temporarily stripped me of that desire. And since that day in September where the Lord has just let me give over that desire fully to him, I felt such peace knowing that, yes, Lord, I believe you are a good father and you want to give me the desires of my heart. But if you don't, if you never allow me to be a wife, if you never allow me to be a mother, I will still be okay because you are enough for me. When you get to that place in singleness, you're able to build such a strong foundation with the Lord. And I believe he is going to bless me with children someday and with a husband someday but I'm not in a rush anymore because I can see what the Lord is doing in my life and in my heart while I am still single. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what he's going to do next to my singleness. And yes, I'm excited about what he's going to do in my relationship and in my marriage someday, but I'm not in a rush to get there because I know the way that he has crafted my life is in such a pure and intentional way that I'm excited about it. No matter what it looks like. I was going to do an episode about 23 things I've learned in 23 years or in 2023, one of the two. But before I did that, I wanted to give you guys these things, like literally just things, because I can tell you the 23 things that I learned and they could be really encouraging things, really motivational things, but they're not things that you individually learned. So it's not going to hit as deep, but I did want to give these 23 things because all of these things helped me learn probably every piece of advice that I would give in that little excerpt. So maybe some of these things are things you want to pick up on in the new year and you feel encouraged and inspired by, or maybe your 23 things look vastly different and you live a totally different life. That's completely all right. But I think it's important to sit down right now or whenever you have time to just write down 23 things that made your 2023. It's really great to be able to look back at your year and see how many different things shaped you into the person you are now. Had I not experienced any of these 23 things, I would not be the person who I am today. So I'm so grateful for each and every one of those things that I was able to learn certain things and implement certain things into my daily routine and just learn. So go make a list of 23 things that made your 2023. That's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to go and subscribe or follow down below and to leave us a review. Your review would be so, so helpful, especially now that we are on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why it took me so long to get us up on Apple Podcasts, but we are finally there. So you can go leave a little personal review over there as well. That would be so appreciated. And at the end of episodes, I'm going to start reading reviews. So make sure to go and leave us a review so I can maybe read yours off on next week's episode. Last but not least, connect with us at Jesus People Places over on Instagram and make sure to check out our website because we've got so many good resources. Everything's linked down below. I love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.